Welcome back to Legit Bat, where we talk about retarded shit. You're welcome. Hang on. What up, retarded faggots? I knew I had it somewhere. I don't have Ben here to uh, make sure you can hear hear the sound drops, but yeah, I'm Joe. It's just me and Jen tonight. Hey. As we talked about on the last show, it's kind of a hit or miss when we put out shows. We've been very, very busy writing our uh, other stupid project that we have. And it's going to be cool. We have the intro out. If anybody wants to hear that, if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll email it to you. And if you're not interested in that kind of thing, that's okay, too, because we'll be scheduling people starting in the fall again. Yeah. We just had a really busy summer with just, kiddos and vacations and everything. So as people do get busy in the summer, we did as well. But we'll ta- be back. Taking time off from our hobby that's free. You're welcome. Thank you. But yeah, we're just going to do kind of a Planet Retard style show again since we don't have a guest and we can't really, we don't have any uh, stuff on our own. We can't, all of our opinions are from the internet, like we've stated. So we we have to do that and we don't have very many of those. Let me, all right, there we go. All right. So first one, uh, the coronavirus is back. I don't know if you knew that, but that's that's new. Uh, but how worried should you be? This is the great Yahoo News, the bastion of everything that is true. Parts of the country are seeing an uptick and hospitalizations are rising nationwide. Oh, again. So get your mask out again because it worked so well. I had to pull this article, though, because this would never be a thing three years ago. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse with the COVID shit, but coronavirus is back. But how worried should you be? It's not, and you should be so fucking scared you're about to die. And you should lock down because that yeah. and masks worked really well and we totally haven't been dealing with all of this for like three years now. So just follow the science and everything will be fine. All right, so Dr. Bob Wachter was an expert. Oh, he's an expert, so you got to listen to him because, you know, they're always right. He's an expert who diligently practiced what he preached. For three years, the prominent University of California at San Francisco physician advocated masking and vaccination for those who, like him, wanted to avoid the coronavirus, as well as the mysterious, long-lasting symptoms known as long COVID. That's one of the dumbest things we've heard in the last three years. When Walker's life contracted the coronavirus last year when they were on a trip to Palm Springs, California together, he still managed not to get sick. I'll be damned. Even after they sat next to each other in the car on the nine-hour trip back home. Well, were they wearing a mask in their car? Because, oh, and there's a picture of a fucked up dude. Oh, that's the doctor. Huh. Uh, but Walker's luck ran out earlier this month when he finally contracted the coronavirus. To make matters worse, he fell in the bathroom while battling flu-like symptoms and was hospitalized for stitches. He wrote on Twitter that he wanted his experience to serve as a teachable moment, a reminder that COVID's still around and it can still be pretty nasty. Not only is the coronavirus still around, but it appears to be returning in parts of the United States. Washington was not especially rattled by the infections, but the cases are a reminder that the virus lingers. Students competing in the solar car challenge. That sounds like Washington. Oh, no, (laughs) it's in Orange County, California. I stand corrected. For instance, saw the race disrupted this month after about two dozen competitors tested positive. When the president of Israel... Isaac Herzog visited the White House earlier this month. Several members of his delegation tested positive in North Carolina. Governor Roy Cooper also caught the coronavirus this month. These do not appear to be isolated incidents. So, first of all, 
all they're saying so far is that people tested positive. We've we've been through this before. We already did this. They tested positive. The first guy got hospitalized with this picture we're showing because he fell in the bathroom and he looks not young. So well, it says he fell in the bathroom battling flu-like symptoms. So that's why he said he wanted it to be a teaching moment because bad things can happen if you're sick, I guess, is the, the lesson I would take from that. But you could have the flu. It really has nothing to do with COVID. I just don't think we should be that worried. We can move on from this article. Fuck no, this article. I, I, I'm, I, I, for the audio listeners, like the, the, the picture is so, it almost looks like makeup, first of all, but He's That's got a neck like brace on. Guy, I know. And he's just got, and he's smiling. Like it's just, the whole thing is just reeks of propaganda like usual. But yeah, we've already done all this. Uh, everybody's testing positive again. Sure. Whatever. And it says clearly rising, but nothing. I'll like, go scroll down. Oh, clearly, clearly rising, rising, but nothing like the past. Yeah. Whatever. Just. Oh my God. Out of here with all that. All right. Moving on. Oh, and this is one we meant to cover a couple weeks ago that Jen had sent me, and we this didn't is the get best to this article one. ever. It's all about a burglary, but their focus is fantastic. So, a Florida doctor, of course, it's Florida. It always is. Faggots. <laughs> uh, a Florida doctor left pie in his office fridge overnight. It's now a criminal case. So Southwest Florida chiropractor Kent Messer was looking forward to digging into some homemade coconut pie on Tuesday morning when he went, I mean, as you do on Tuesday mornings, you know, when he went to work at Suncoast Injury Centers in Fort Myers. But when the doctor looked for the treat he left overnight in the refrigerator, it was gone, as were a bunch of valuable supplies. Why aren't those listed first? Yeah, yeah, just just the pie. Uh, That's when he realized he'd he'd been robbed. Not the valuable supplies, the fucking pie. I guess that could give it away, though. You know, you open the fridge and no one else has access. So it's like, whoa, who took my pie? And then he looks around. He's like, it was <laughs> Janet in accounting. God damn it. They go more into the pie later. So I had very simple goals, Messer, Messer told local TV station NBC2 News, adding that the desserts container contained a few crumbs. I just wanted to go to the office, get my slice of pie, and get on with my day of prescribing prescription drugs to people. According to an incident report from the Lee County Sheriff's Office, deputies responded to the business at 1030 in reference to a burglary and grand theft that had already occurred. Messer reported one drawer was left open as well as a cabinet door and soon noticed items items that were normally organized were left in disarray. After he looked in the fridge and saw the pie, made by his wife and valued at $5. That's my favorite part. Had been eaten, he realized the office had been burglarized, according to the report. Also missing was a transport case with metal hinges valued at 125 bucks, filled with a bunch of medical equipment valued at 1500 bucks. The medical equipment should be the focus of this story. He's a doctor. He's an expert. <laughs> he knows what he's looking for. It's like, first of all, my wife's pie valued at about $5 after all of the baking supplies. You divide it all down. Take that into consideration. Yeah. Five bucks. What do you want? I wanted bet? that damn pie. It's it's invaluable to him. Well, I bet pro- it was amazing. Probably because his wife made it, and she was like, "If you don't eat that, you're not getting any of this for a bit." So I want video of you eating all of it. So it was it was high on his priority list. It says the point of entry is likely the emergency exit door in one of the treatment rooms, which noted that the exterior of the building by the door showed fresh Primarchs. 
The pie pincher, if found, will be charged with burglary of an unoccupied dwelling, a second degree felony. That's so, amazing, though, that he the guy went in, he grabbed a bunch of medical supplies and was like, I wonder what's in the fridge and just decided to eat the whole pie. I, I was just going to say that, actually, like he, he gets done with his grand theft and he's like, you know, what? I'm kind of hungry. All that crime made me hungry. Oh, here's a pie. They'll never notice that's gone. Oh. <laughs> he just left it in the fridge empty <laughs> like a child. That's his undoing is a five dollar pie. So I don't know if any, anybody else has covered this, but this is this is from the fourth of August. So it's I mean, as far as the twenty four twenty four hour news cycle goes, it's kind of an old story. But a frustrated Lufthansa pilot, no idea where that is, uh, flies plane in fifteen mile long penis pattern after being diverted to different airport. So a Lufthansa Luf Luf. Thanza pilot reportedly flew a plane full of passengers in a flight pattern that resembled a penis on radar after being asked to divert the flight to a different airport. The pilot, who has not been identified, is believed to be gay. Oh, I mean, is believed to have gotten frustrated after his flight from Frankfurt, Germany, was not able to land at the airport in Catania in the city of Sicily. Uh, the airport has been had been forced to cut down the number of flights after a terminal fire in July and flight 306 was told to land on the island of Malta to the south. Before doing so, the pilot is said to have flown the plane in a 15-mile pattern shaped like a dong, which was seen on the flight tracking website Flight Radar 24. Do you think he did it on purpose? Are they trained to fly in a certain pattern? Like, Do you think he knew exactly what he was doing or that was just by chance? I don't know. Maybe it'll say because I... I thought all that shit was pretty much like automated autopilot shit, but maybe they do have some like agency with how they fly. Well, it's not, well no, they told him to divert his flight path, so it's not automated at that point. I don't know if they can program all of that in. He just has to do a holding pattern. I think they can do that manually. Yeah, they, they input it. They just put it into chat GPT and it's like, hey, how do you fly in a penis pattern? Chat GPT spits out three paragraphs. Here, do this. Uh, in a statement to Fox News Digital, a spoke, spokesperson for Lufthansa, Lufthansa blamed wind shear for the diverted flight and, and unusual flight pattern. Due to wind shear, it sounds like contrails, but yeah, due to wind shear, it was not possible to proceed with the landing approach to Catania. Therefore, the captain had to fly a holding pattern and made the approach again, but without success. He then flew to Malta, refueled, and approached Catania from a different direction. Pilots have faced discipline for similar flight incidents in recent years, including in 2019 when two U.S. Navy officers just decided to create a phallic drawing referred to as sky penis in the clear blue skies across Washington State using the exhaust of their jet. Because they can turn that shit on and off. Yeah. Last year, a stratotanker belonging to the U.S. Air Force was spotted on radar taking a flight path near a Russian airbase in Syria that many online said looked like male genitalia. While these adjustments and movements appear to create a vulgar outline, there was no intent by the pilots or the unit, <laughs> he said unit, to do so. So, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. I think they know exactly what they're doing. That's stupid. Oh, so this one, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show about how much I'm not exactly a car guy. I like that they get me places and that's about it. Um, but I do get the. I don't get Jay Leno's ass and how many cars he has. Apparently, he does drive them all, from what I've heard. But this is going above and beyond just like liking cars. Uh, 
This says man in intimate relationship with his car is in tears as it's written off after accident. Does Can you even- keep your car after it gets written off? Does it have to be taken away? I don't Couldn't know. Couldn't you keep the the scraps? Till death do us part, baby. And so this is actually a guy that's already kind of was on reality TV or something. So back in 2012, an episode of, TL- of the TLC show, My Strange Addiction, aired, which introduced us to Nathaniel and his soulmate. A 1998 Chevy Mon- Monte Carlo he called Chase. Oh, so he's a gay car guy. The man said that he had an intimate relationship with his car. Well, tell us about it. What did you do? As they went on long journeys together with the episode showing him lavish, showing him lavishing more love on his car than any man has ever shown an automobile before. Nathaniel, who passionately kissed the car in the episode, but was their tongue? Because that's when you know you're really in probably because the next line is that they even had sex. Said they had tongue. a favorite song and that they'd even had sex. And now we'll move quickly on instead of lingering on that particular point. Uh, why? That's the point we want to hear. Like, how did you? Which hole? <laughs> the man said it was love at first sight, and he felt an instant connection with the car when he first saw it in 2005. And while many people say that about their cars, they probably don't mean it in the same way as Nathaniel did. He explained that he didn't know why he felt the way he did about his car, but was sure that if something happened to Chase, my heart would stop. This guy looks like exactly like what you'd think for the audio listeners. If you want to look up the story. He's like a average looking dude, honestly. He looks like somebody that, I mean, maybe he just doesn't have good luck with the I wouldn't the see that guy walking down the street and say he must have sex with his car. He looks no, like a normal I, I wouldn't say that either, but after the story and then seeing him, I, I could be like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, unfortunately for Nathaniel, something did happen to Chase as the car was seriously damaged by an accident during a routine checkup and had to be written off. <gasps> during a routine checkup? While he was That's deeply... Awful upset about the whole thing nathaniel was able to survive the heartbreak of losing his much-loved car though he was able to keep some things as mementos tlc returned to check up on him recently and found that he was coping with his loss by making a bed out of some parts of chase with the duvet covers adorned with pictures of the red card that nathaniel had taken during their time together unfortunately chase is no longer part of my life i think about it a lot it breaks my heart that he's not here The bedroom is just a special place, and I feel like that was just the perfect place for him, just to have him close to me. I wow, look at that! Yep. He's gonna have sex with that bed. the 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 bed post or the backboard is like made of the hood. Okay, uh, the blanket is special to me because it's got a lot of his good pictures on it and just cute stuff like him getting a bath and us together. Cute. You oh, look wow, back and don't nuts. realize the things you take for granted until it's too late. <laughs> Faggots. <laughs> That's true, but I'm. I think he's taking it a little too far. Oh my god! I wonder if it was paid off. Wouldn't that be funny if he was still making payments on it? It's like his car. When horror. did this happen? Um. Well, this story. This is a follow-up. Uh, just the eighth of August this year. So. So go scroll down. He's very so, recently heartbroken. It's a 1998 Chevy something. I can't see. Uh, it's near the top. Hang it on. was paid oh, off. This website is weird. Um, it is. So he bought it in 2005. Where did it say what the car was? Oh, there it is. A 1998 Chevy Monte Carlo, which is not like the car you'd think of somebody falling in love with to that extent. It's 2023. That bitch was paid off for sure. So after it was totaled, he could have taken it back and been like, you know what? Tow it to my house. I'm going to fix it up. 
Well, I mean, they probably wrote it off because it was worth like 600 bucks at this point. It was probably worth nothing. They, they actually had to pay to get it taken apart. <laughs> All right. So I saw this one. This has to be, I mean, obviously we got Guinness World Record news. A woman breaks the Guinness World Record for world's loudest burp. And there's a video. So I'm going to definitely play that. Dave is going to be so jealous. I know. Let me make sure. We have a friend who tried to do this. He tried to break the Guinness World Record and he recorded his own burps. I think we've maybe talked about it on the show. And his the decibel reading was louder than what they had recorded. But he had figured out that you have to pay like two grand or something to fly everyone out there. And then they come for one time and they, they try it once. So if you can't burp in the allotted amount of time loud enough, they just leave and you're still out two grand. So he was like, not worth and it. And you don't get your name in a, a book of the dumbest records you can ever have. Mm-hmm. I actually am behind this one, though, the world's loudest burp, because as a contender, our friend Dave, um, it's unreal how loud it is. Like you wouldn't believe it unless you were standing in the same room. Did you say he broke the sound barrier? That's how loud it was. It was almost breaking the sound barrier. That's how loud it was. I don't think so. Can That's you do what that? Ben said, I, yeah. Oh, Ben said it. That sounds about right. All right. So when you're a kid, you dream of breaking a world record, as every little boy does. But while for most that remains just that, a dream, a oh, for Kimberly Winter, it was very much a reality. So this is my second favorite part about this. It's a chick trying to do this. Uh, much like Liam Neeson, Winter from Maryland, Virginia, has long had a very specific set of skills. And though she might not be able to hunt down and brutally murder a criminal network of people, tra- people traffickers, she sure can belch. Yep, the 33-year-old has absolutely smashed the world record for the loudest burp for a female, which stood for an impressive 14 years. Winter has long been able to muster a mighty roar from the pit of her stomach. Late <laughs> last year, she built up a pretty big following on TikTok after sharing videos of her burping. Wow. And they have a, a photo of her in clear burp mode. Please play this video. I'm going to. Uh, encouraged by the support, she eventually purchased a decibel meter with one of her expulsions reaching 109 decibels. Expulsions. I'm going <laughs> to use that now. Uh, Winter, who says she modeled her modeled her burping, because that's what you do with burping, is you model it on Homer Simpson and Shrek. Then, oh, modeled. Okay. I read that wrong. Anyway. Then got in touch with Guinness World Records to tell them about her achievement. However, the Body told her that she needed to meet certain criteria, such as being performed in a soundproof room and on a microphone eight feet away, eight feet and two inches away. Okay. If her attempt was to be valid. I don't know why that's the exact distance, but all right. After emailing her high school band teacher, Winter was told to get in touch with one of her former classmates, who is a sound engineer. He duly obliged and invited Winter into a studio to attempt to record the record. The album. In order to beat it, she had to surpass 107 decibels, which was set by Eliza Cagnoni back in 2009. Now, the first three attempts didn't quite make it, with Winter coming out with 97.5, 107, and 103. However, after calming her nerves and chugging two liters of Pepsi, she produced a magical burp that reached 107.3 decibels, securing Winter's place in the history books. In a video from the attempt, she can be seen screaming with joy after being told she had done it. But while she's happy with her record-breaking feat, she says there is definitely more to come. Speaking to the Washington Post, the mom said that she could go even louder. 
Uh, quote, I can be so much louder than that. That was nothing. I'm really excited that I beat it, but I'm even more excited to break the record again. I'm not <laughs> crying. You're crying. All right, so here's a video. Hopefully it plays. Go ahead and play. Why is it not playing? God damn it. Oh, is this a different story? Yes. Oh, scroll wow. back. All I right. think you're playing the wrong video, too. Well, it's not even fucking playing. Name. That might be an ad, actually, because it let you X out of it. Is it this one? Oh, are you serious? Come on. Where's the video? I got to hear his burp. What the hell? Is there a link? Mm. She has a TikTok channel. <laughs> yeah, that's very strange. Okay. And scrolling. They don't. I don't think they even have the. God damn it. All right. I well, look her up. What's first. her name? Um, Winter. Kimberly Winter. Kimberly Winter. Check her out on TikTok, people. Anyway. Yeah. If you want to hear a really loud burp, which I do, I'm kind of bummed. Uh, so the next one is out of Colorado. Oh, speaking of that, we're going to be in the Colorado area next week. If anybody's in that area and wants to hang out and have a beer or other substances, just uh, email us and we can probably meet up with you. We're going to be flying into Denver and then going to Fort Collins uh, near the end of next week. So, yeah, anyway, employee at Colorado Driving School plows through front of businesses building. The car crashed into the driving school's building right under a learn to drive sign. Just an ironic story. So an employee at a driving school in Colorado made an unforgettable entrance into the building on Tuesday while attempting to park a Hyundai Tucson in a spot in front of the community driving school on Wadsworth Boulevard in Lakewood. The driver accidentally drove straight into the building. Lakewood police shared a photo of the crash, which showed most of the car stuck inside the driving school's front windows under a sign that said learn to drive. Shattered glass and broken bricks could be seen surrounding the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the picture is pretty this great. The picture is epic. I'm going to zoom in a little bit, actually. Can we put this in the show notes? That, that might be the, the uh, artwork for the show. Why not? Perfect. Yep. I like that. Uh, thankfully, there's only one minor injury, the police wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. So stupid. The department did not specify who was injured, but said others were able to move out of the car's path in time. In a response to Fox News Digital, community driving schools said reports classifying the employee as a driving instructor are not true. The person who drove this vehicle into the building was a new employee on his second day. He was observing classroom instruction. He had not started any training to be in the car to be an in-the-car instructor. Okay, so his job was to observe classroom instruction? Sounds like a real job, yeah. Uh, the dude also said the employee was driving his own vehicle and not one used by the school. Many users on X, it's weird to say that instead of Twitter, were poking fun at the bizarre situation in response to the picture the Lakewood Police Department shared. Comments like, look up irony in the dictionary, and this is what you see, and just popping into the office were among the hundreds of responses. He got an F, another user wrote. So yeah, uh, I'm going to save this picture so I can use that, because that is great. It sure is. Let me save it. All right. What's the next one we got here? All right. In today's edition of Mental Health, mom refuses to kill her child's head lice because she's vegan and doesn't want to murder a living thing. What? 
This isn't real. So I, I chose this just based on the stupidness of the title and it didn't read the article. So what do you want to bet? It's a TikToker just virtue signaling her ass off. Because who does that? Why does that make news? If you're actually just concerned about living things and don't want to kill your daughter's head life, head lice, why does that end up on a website? Unless you put it out there yourself. So does she want to have a head lice farm in her house? Because that is what happens. They're like fleas. She's going to name them all. Idiot. Uh, in today's edition... Oh, <laughs> I started this perfect. In today's edition of Ridiculous Things on the Internet, I called it mental health, but, you know, same, same. The mother is refusing to kill her child's head lice because she's vegan. Yep, you read that right. The mom's neighbor wrote into the agony ant column at this weird-ass Australian website explaining that her seven-year-old daughter is friends with the girl next door whose family is vegan. That's fine. We respect their choice. My problem is that recently, this otherwise delightful child was at our house and scratching furiously, and I discovered she was crawling with head lice. The woman explained that when she mentioned the head lice to the vegan mom, she told her that she wasn't planning on doing anything about it because vegans don't kill living things. And they have a very close-up picture of a lice, which is just as gross as you can imagine. A lice. A, <laughs> a family of louses. <laughs> a cats. My neighbor, uh, so this is a quote. My neighbor told me she was in the practice of combing the lice and nits into the garden where they had a chance of survival. Oh uh, she then asked the agony ant what she should do. And she told her to go to a therapist. No, she, as she doesn't want to separate the kids, but she also doesn't want her daughter to become infested with the head lice. Why? They're living things. Let them live their life. Why are you getting in the way of their dreams? The agony ant told the concerned neighbor that her only real option was prevention. She says, quote, quit worrying about your neighbor's admittedly questionable parenting methods and focus solely on what you can do to keep your own offspring pestilence free. Keep your daughter's hair tied back as tightly as possible and use a protective spray. Okay. And so, yeah, this is just, um, I, how do you even like, can you imagine knowing that person? No, I, I sure can't. We, if I knew them, it would be very short lived. Oh, we're Soon back on screen. I found that out. So I got a couple more. I got to find. And, uh, which one should we do? Man wrongly jailed for rape. Uh, oh, we can do this oh, one. We talked about that one already. That was the man wrongly accused of rape was in jail for 17 years and the state is trying to make him pay back the room and board and the food that they gave to him for the oh, 17 we talked about years. That one? I just mentioned it a couple shows ago. Maybe even last show. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I got a couple more here. Hang on. I'm I'm very, very prepared, as you can tell. Um, yeah, all right, let's do these two. Call it good. And the first one is: woman receives over a hundred Amazon packages she never ordered. This is from July 27th of this year. A Virginia woman received more than a hundred Amazon packages she didn't order, including headlamps, glue guns, and binoculars. Uh, the lady said the boxes recently started showing up at her uh, Prince William County home, and she and soon she had received about a thousand headlamps, eight hundred glue guns, and dozens of pairs of binoculars. If that happens to you, why are you telling people about it? Just keep the shit. Maybe resell it or return it to Amazon and get a refund. Yeah, go on an expedition to some weird island, and it looks like they're doing it's a gonna treasure be well hunt or lit, something. Yeah. And you're going to have binoculars. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of recon mission. Oh, so the next line kind of echoes what I just said. A lot of people told me I was weird, she told the uh, news station. I would drive around with the headlamps and glue guns in the car. I gave them to everybody I met. 
Okay, so she gave them away. That's why we know about this. The boxes bore Smith's address, but the name Lixiao Zhang, Lixiao Zhang, a name Smith said she had never heard before. <laughs> I haven't either, I don't think. We initially thought it was a brushing scam, referring to the process of an online vendor creating fake sales of their products in order in order to artificially inflate their number of five star reviews. Uh, this other lady in Washington D.C. faced a similar situation in May when her house was quickly filled with packages of children children's sheets she hadn't ordered. And you can use those for stuff. Amazon officials said they looked into both incidents and discovered both Smith and Geltman's packages were the result of vendors having packages shipped to random addresses in order to remove unsold merchandise from the Amazon Fulfillment Center. That's hilarious. They were just like, type in an address. Does this work? All right, cool. Let's send a thousand headlamps here instead of sending them to your own damn house and taking them off of Amazon's Fulfillment Center warehouses or whatever. It just seems like just like, let's unload these on random streams. This is how much money these people have that they can just be like, yeah, send thousands of dollars worth of shit to just random people. We'll just call it charity. They probably write it off as like a loss or something. Probably. I just love that it's to an unsuspecting victim and they just don't give two shits. They're like, yeah, send it. Uh, so a New York-based attorney said of the scheme, it all boils down to money. You have sellers located in China who are just picking random addresses. Oh, okay. That Yeah, that makes more sense. And then when they need to get their products out of Amazon's warehouses, they're just having them sent there because it's just cheaper for them to do so. Amazon said the seller's account has been closed. Why doesn't... I mean, if Amazon's saying you have to remove all of this from the warehouse, why don't they just say, okay, throw it away then? Does Amazon charge more for that? I guess it doesn't really get into that. But Maybe it does because they have to dispose of it or something. But I mean, you think Amazon would have a better plan too, like reselling it to a store, like headlamp. Everybody needs headlights at some point. So why not sell them to AutoZone or something? Oh, look at that. It, it was unclear whether a similar scam was responsible for Connie Matthews of Sacramento, California, receiving about 100 space heaters she never ordered from Amazon in December 2022. That is the best time to receive 100 space heaters. Yeah. Christmas presents for the whole family. And yeah, I mean, you can give one out to literally everyone you know and sell the other 75. Because I only know like 25 people. So I could make <laughs> I mean, space heaters aren't, depending on what brand, they're kind of expensive sometimes. It sounds like they didn't sell, though. So I don't know what she would do. Maybe lower the price? Put them on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, there you go. All right. And for the very last one, Atlanta man attempts to rob nail salon, gets ignored by everybody. Uh, Damn. He's the would-be burglar said, everybody get down. Give me all your money, the man shouted in surveillance footage, but no one really reacted. The man's attempt to rob an Atlanta nail salon last week didn't go as planned after the patrons basically ignored him. The unidentified subject or suspect with his hand in a in a bag as if he were holding a weapon. What a pussy. You didn't even like bring it out. Stormed into the nail first one. Right. Nail first salon last Monday demanding money. Although the man shouted, everybody get down. Give me all your money. Surveillance video showed he was ignored by both customers and employees. Well, the employees didn't fucking understand what he was saying. So like, stop your shouting. Why are you so loud? Sit down. Sit down. The salon owner even decided it was okay to answer the phone during the attempted robbery while a customer casually stood up to go outside, though the suspect snatched her phone as she walked outside. Eventually, the humili- humiliation appeared to be too much for the suspect who left the salon in a silver-colored sedan. Uh, a regular customer who was in the salon at the time of the attempted robbery told WAGA, or W-A-G-A, uh, that the owner was indeed scared of the would-be robber, but he didn't react because he didn't want his customers to worry. 
They come first. So that was his reaction to calm everybody down, keep everybody relaxed. Play the video. The suspect was still on the loose as of Monday afternoon. Yeah. So this one does have a video. Thank you. He did take someone's phone. That's fucked up. A would-be robbery doesn't go quite as planned when a suspect storms into a nail salon demanding money, but no one reacts to his threats. Security video shows what happened on July 2nd in Atlanta, Georgia, when a suspect walked into the Nail First salon. The man calls for everyone to get down and hand over all their money. But instead of giving up their valuables, customers and employees don't react at all. The salon's owner even answers a phone call rather than interact with the suspect. (laughs) One woman does react, though. Video shows her stand up and put her hands out. The suspect then snatches up her cell phone. That was dumb. As the woman steps outside, the suspect screams for the others to hand over their money. He's so confused. But the customers still refuse to react or give up their belongings. Defeated, the suspect appears stunned before turning around and walking out of the shop. (laughs) Video shows the suspect pass by the woman whose phone was just stolen before she re-enters the salon. So, So for audio listeners, there's no place for these people to lay down. They're literally sitting right in front of a counter and he's like, everybody get down. And they're all crammed together against a window sitting in these little office type chairs, you know, whatever, waiting room chairs. And there's no place for these people to go. And he's blocking the only place that they could go through to lay on the main floor. And his request was just stupid. I just want to know why the first spot this dude chose to rob was a nail salon. Are they known for having a huge cash stockpile on hand? Yeah, like, it tips like- and stuff. And also, I mean, Asians aren't known for being violent. Like a lot of people in nail salons are super happy. Everyone's always in a good mood. It seems like an easy place to target where they're just going to comply because they're afraid. It's a lot of females working there a lot. I could see that. But this guy just picked I mean, as the far wrong as nail a hall, though, like, what are you going to get? Like a hundred bucks? Like, maybe that's all he needed. He just needed one more crack. But the look on his face was my favorite part because as he's like looking around at everybody ignoring him, he just he's, he's like, like disappointed. F- he's like, you guys are he's like, like, I don't even know what's going on here. To. You can't even <laughs> rob a place and have people scared. Everybody doesn't give a shit so much that they're just like, OK, sure. Yeah. Robbing. Whatever. Go uh, go rob places. He should have actually had a real gun, I, I guess. He definitely didn't. It was just a sand in a bag. It, and it looked like a purse. They said bag, but it looked like a fucking purse. I'm saying this guy's a, a low-grade criminal that maybe that was his first attempt. He'll get better. Don't worry. You'll see him again. Well, I think that's about it for today. And you're welcome that we got a show out uh, with how busy we've been. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't that great. We'll have to... We'll what have are to you talking bring, about? This bring the fire. energy and bring better stories, something. Send us stories. Send us ideas, guys. Just, the summer's almost over. We're, we're almost there. Maybe yes. September we'll be getting guests again. 
will return shortly, I'm sure. We just need a hiatus every about every year, I guess, and that's fair. I mean, you guys don't know how much work this is. It's not that much, but it is kind of a lot of time and effort. So anyway, thanks for listening, and we will catch you hopefully next week. No promises. <laughs>